Welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls Podcast. This is a safe space where we can discuss anything we fangirl about. And just so you know whose voice is whose, I'm Sheila Amato, and you can find us on Twitter at Forever Fanpod. And I am Kimberly Amato, and you can also find us on our website, foreverfangirls.com. We are your hosts, and we're glad you can join us. So for today, we have a very, very special show for you guys, because today, we are going to do a review. Awesome. <laughs> Yes, we're going to review an episode of a show that I didn't know existed before. It's called Black Mirror San Junipero. Yes, and my wife actually has copied and pasted this and asked me, asked me, asked you, asked me. She asked me (laughs) to read this. So verbatim, here it is. According to Wikipedia, Black Mirror is a British dystopian sci-fi anthology series that first premiered in December. What? It's, it's, It's British. You have to do it in a British accent. What? <laughs> You've done it before. Uh, Start over. Let's go. This one's for you, Tavia. <clears throat> According to Wikipedia, Black Mirror is a British dystopian sci-fi anthology series that first premiered in December 2011. The second series ran in February 2013. In September 2015, Netflix commissioned a series of 12 episodes. When it aired in 2016 on Netflix, San Junipero is the fourth episode of the third series. God, that's a lot of math in my head. The episode won two Primetime Emmy Awards in 2017 for Outstanding Television Movie as well as Outstanding Writing for a Limited Series, Movie, or Dramatic Special. Now, wasn't that awesome? I thought it was awesome. I don't know, darling. What did you think about it? Oh, my goodness. See, no, no. Now, it's not awesome. It's not? No. Anyway. You you told me to do that. Yes. Yes. I thought it was absolutely smashing. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. (laughs) See, it was good until you did all of that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love you. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh-huh. So I'm not surprised that it won two Emmys. It, it really is a good show. It, it is. Um, I actually, you know, it's funny. Is I, I watched those Emmys and I don't remember. I don't remember them winning. Uh, back in 2017? Yeah, because I used to just have the, the Emmy Awards on in the background when I'd be working on something and I didn't remember. Mm. But neither here nor there. This is where your banter music is going to begin because... Even though I did not spoil my wife this time because I had seen the episode before. I was so surprised and so proud that you didn't spoil me. We don't want to spoil you, our lovely listening audience. So this is where your banter music begins. Yes. Now. And I would really, this is where I would strongly recommend that if you have not seen the episode, watch that first. We're, we're not going to go anywhere. So you know, pause us, watch the episode and then come back because it really is that great of a show. Just give it away. It's an amazing show. It, it is. I didn't give it away. I just said it I'm was just, an amazing I'm show. I'm just teasing you. I'm a, hey, look, you were just... Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, dear. <laughs> so do you, do you know what was suggested to me yesterday that now has like my life, not really my life, but like a sort of like, oh my God, what the hell in my head? What happened yesterday? My eyes might not be blue. I've been told they're gray. Are you serious? Yes. It's weird. But you know what, baby? What? No matter what color your eyes are, they're still beautiful, so it doesn't matter. Oh. You like that? Well, not now, because now <laughs> I'm wondering what are the ulterior motives here. I have no 
ulterior. I have no ulterior motive. Um, I just, I just think that no matter what color your eyes are, they're still beautiful because they're part of you. How am I supposed to follow that? That was just so thoughtful and loving, and I'm just, you're amazing, and I love you, and I'm so happy you're my wife. Oh, see, now my job is done. Again, ulterior <laughs> motives. In truth, though, it's very, very weird when you've gone through your whole life believing one thing, and then all of a sudden you're told something else. So now I have to go when I get my checkup. Your eyes checked, yes. Whenever I can, because I have to feel comfortable going to the office. I have to ask him what my eyes are, and then apparently it depends on the light reflection. I don't understand anything. I am not a scientist. I am. It just depends on the light that reflects back. You know what? Not for nothing. What? But whenever we're on a Disney cruise, your eyes are just piercingly blue. So just go with that. It's because I love the water. And, and we love Disney. Diving and Disney. Yeah. And so. you know what the best part about being on this Disney cruises are? What? The fact that I have you away from a computer. Ditto. And I just, what do you mean Ditto. Because then I don't have you on your phone. And then again, you know, you're on your phone anyway, so it doesn't matter. We pay for the internet package. I'm <laughs> on the like, phone with social media. I know. So anyway. Anyway. So let's go not get... Would you like to try that again? <clears throat> so anyway, let's get on with the show. Okay. The good, the bad, the cute of Black Mirror San Junipero. You forgot the unicorn poop. You don't like it when I say unicorn poop. No, but when you don't say it, it doesn't sound right. Seriously? Yeah, so say it again. Okay. So, the good, the bad, the cute, the unicorn poop of Black Mirror's Engine Apparel. Yes. Better? Yes, better. Okay, so then let's go ahead into the cute. Uh, The good, the good, the good. (laughs) I've already screwed it up. The good. Well, before we do that, let's do a synopsis first. Okay, yes. Since I read that whole Wikipedia thing, this is on you. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right, fine. <clears throat> so basically, this you is, know, I think you need to be doing that in an accent. I don't do accents. Just try one. I, you know what? I am already doing one. I'm doing an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> Just read it. <laughs> all right. So basically, this is a... St- <laughs> what was that? Yes. See, I can't even speak now. <laughs> I am punchy. Okay. So basically, this is a story of two women who fall in love in 1987. Yorkie is shy and very innocent about the world, and she's exploring San Junipero, a simulated reality. On her first night, Yorkie meets Kelly, who is outgoing and a party girl. Kelly helps Yorkie out of her shell and helps Yorkie accept that being gay is nothing to be ashamed of. As the story progresses, Yorkie also helps Kelly let go of her past so that Kelly can let go of the grief and love again. There you have it. Was that okay? Yes. Okay, cool. So, now let's talk about the good. But you know what, baby? What? Ooh, baby. Do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven, heaven is hey, a hey, place hey, hey, no, sue. Hey, sue, sue. We're not what? getting sued. Huh? No getting sued. Oh. Come on. That was a good song. <laughs> it's an amazing song, and it is an excellent lead into my first point of the good. The music. Oh, my God. Just 80s music. It's like, takes me back to my childhood. Well, yes, but it was also... The music just, even when they switched to uh, other decades, the music in general was was really well chosen between yes. Heaven is a Place on Earth, ironic Alanis Morissette, um, Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head. It's like whatever decade they were in, they really chose um, amazing music. And I very much loved that. And yes, we were, for anybody who can't see this, which is basically all of you, <laughs> my wife is dancing in her chair. So yes, yes, I am, because I'm, I'm playing the music in my head. 
while we were watching, Sheila and I not only were singing, but also dancing, which is what required several watch throughs so that we could actually hear the dialogue. Oh, come on. That You know that's true. No. Really? Yes, really. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Well, I, I love how animated you were watching it with all the music coming on. I loved that. Well, that's it. Again, the music does move me. It's very, it's very cool. Okay. Next. Good. Uh, well, there were a lot of Easter egg clues here. Oh, the hidden Mickeys. <laughs> I wouldn't call them hidden Mickeys. We might get sued. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they were hidden Easter eggs. Uh, <laughs> whoopsie. Yeah, really. Um, like the, uh, the video game crash in the first scene where, you know, where Yorkie is exploring the club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's playing that, uh, the video game. Mm-hmm. Bub- bubble Bubble? Or something. I think it's Bubble Bubble. And I was bad at a game similar to that. Well, and then a, a guy named, I think his name is David. I think the character's name is David. He comes up and says, oh, do you want to play this other video game? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she turns around and she's watching the scene where the car is going and then crashes into an apartment building and she has this visceral negative reaction like uh no so right there it's like oh that's an odd reaction to a video game Mm -hmm. until later we find out you know it's because of what happened to her in real life that she has that reaction there's a lot of those little things yes for me it was um again the music Mm-hmm. Being those Easter eggs, like heaven is a place on earth. Yes. Well, technically, heaven, where their consciousness goes, is Tucker Systems. Tucker Systems is in some building, in some establishment, somewhere. In California, maybe? Oh, uh, California. Some, I don't know. Or wherever it is, they've got sunshine and, you know, many, many, many people in a computer system. Yes. Where their consciousness is uploaded to the cloud. Yeah. But for me, the the song, Don't You Forget About Me, is in some way the most poignant and most interesting Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Because what is what is the biggest fear of humanity? Or at least my biggest fear. I shouldn't say the biggest fear of humanity. What is my biggest fear? My biggest fear beyond death is being forgotten. Mm. So don't forget about me. When I'm in Tucker Systems, if my consciousness is there, the people that are around me are constantly remembering who I am. So even though I am dead, I am not dead. Right. I am not forgotten. Right. I'm not a sand on a beach being blown away by the wind or swallowed whole by the ocean. I, I still exist. Yeah. Which was interesting. Uh, yeah. I, the, I, had, I had somewhat of a... I'm not sure I would like to be in there forever. Okay, yeah, but that could be later on. That's, that's, we're talking good things right oh, now. we're talking good things. Okay, sorry. speculative sorry. spoilerations or sorry. stuff. Sorry. Okay, go back to the good. Uh, okay, so. Yes. So the music, you know, the, speaking of music, one of the scenes where Yorkie is trying to figure out what outfit to wear. You might as well. Oh, don't want to sing. That one, yes, in the mirror where she's going. It's the second time she's going to the club. Right. Yeah. You know, she just changes outfits and each song um, she's doing a different outfit. Mm-hmm. The first one is Girlfriend in a Coma. Yes. And fun fact, apparently the the song costs so much for that little snippet. It was like 
oh my God, but it, the, the but producers really, wanted to use it. It really made sense though. That was like, yes. that. when you watch it a second or third time, you're like, my God, that's like a sledgehammer to the head of what's going on right. and nobody picks up on it really. Right. You really don't think about it because you're watching her. Right. So although music is visceral and music gives the ambiance and that setup, music it's it still, actually is telling the story yeah but if you don't pay on. attention to it because your eyes you pay attention to what you see more than what right. you hear on a lot of occasions right and in this specific spot it took me three times watching it to go oh yeah that that it's like one line too yep girlfriend in a coma and i was like oh yeah that makes perfect sense yep and so, then you know you were you were talking about uh on the dance floor the first time that they were dancing the music was uh, called Fake. Is that the right? The song was called Fake, and I don't remember who it, uh, who it's with, but because right. technically it's a fake world. It's a fake world. It's visual, uh, it's virtual, a reality. virtual reality. Um, but I did not pick up on that. What I was picking up on was the dance moves were like Janet Which, Jackson. Fun fact was to I believe Janet Jackson's. What have you done for me lately? Oh, I was think? it? Okay, it was it was a song of Janet Jackson's that they had set it all up to, but I guess they either couldn't get the song or they decided not to. I don't I don't know, but they ended up with this song, which I think works very very well because it's another little Easter egg. Yeah, I I, I love the dance moves there. I'm like, oh, you know what? We could do that in no. the basement. No, no, I I can't dance. Yes, you can. Size the exercise video C I Z E for anybody who's listening is not Kimmy dancing. That's yes, me following someone else and them giving me the dance moves and me going, okay, I can somewhat not destroy this. <sighs> you know what? It's a good workout. Anyway, Let's leave it at that. Anything else that you find is good? Um, oh, the movie poster at the very first scene is of the Lost Boys. Vampires. Great movie. right? But it's talking, you know, the, the movie is about immortality. And that's exactly what they're trying to do here, right? You live on after your body just gives out. Mm. Your consciousness lives on. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Good call. Good call. I like it. Um, and then there's one other thing that I really, really liked, and it really hit home for me, was that, you know, in, in this, in the visual anyway, Kelly is a black woman and Yorkie is a white woman. Mm-hmm. And they're an interracial couple. Okay. And it was more poignant for me because we're an interracial couple. So I really, you know, I, I really connected with that visually. One thing that really hit me a lot beyond the fact that it was a representation of the interracial couple, um, because that is very powerful for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kelly being bisexual and when Yorkie questions her and says, you know, you've never acted on it, you know, right. Um, she says, when did you know I think you were, were gay? She's like, uh, bisexual, thank you. It was a very, she was just very black and white about it, going, yeah, I've, there have been crushes, there have been this, there's been this, but I have never acted on it. Right. She was faithful to her husband. For 49 years? 49, 47. It was, it was, it a, was long a long time. time. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> but the idea is, you know, unfortunately I see, and if I'm wrong, Please let me know. But the experiences I have with specific characters, with the exception of, say, like Sarah Lance on Legends of Tomorrow, a lot of bisexual characters, they will be in a relationship with a man or a woman until someone comes around that is the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever. But it's it's the opposite it's, of who they're the, with. It's a normal trope. Thing. And yeah, they end up cheating. Yeah. And that's that's not like that's not me. 
Yeah, that's not me either. I mean, both for anyone who who has listened to our past uh, shows, they already know. You know, we're both bisexual women, mm-hmm. and we just happen to fall in love with each other. And I have been faithful to you for almost twenty years. And and um, to just tie a bow on that is the the fact that the entire color scheme of this virtual world are the bisexual pride colors. Really? It's, it's the pink, the purple, and the blue. If you go back, I mean, it's somewhat muted, but you can see it everywhere, like the colors of the bar. That I do remember the colors of the bar. I just thought yeah. it was like that 80s retro look. And then Kelly, the first time we see her, she's like wearing that purple with a big shoulder pads and all of that. And Yorkie's wearing a pink shirt. With with a slight blue With blue colors. Yes. It's all... Wow. I, I, I okay. Found That's, that. I actually have to... Now I'm going to have to watch that again. Damn it. Yes. It's oh, like, shucks. I have to watch something <laughs> I enjoy again. It, I, it, was, it was really, really cool to see that through. The, you know, the part of the Easter egg stuff, you know, just tying everything together. Okay. So we've spoken a lot about the good. Mm-hmm. What's the bad? You want to go first? No. <laughs> really? I really don't. <laughs> Fine. Uh, so for me, they're, they're, they're not a lot of bad. Let me just preface it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be taken as good. But um, for me, I think that the episode was too short. Yeah, I, I wanted... It's one hour and one minute. Yes. I could have watched like a two-hour show about them you know, because the writing was so good. Um, now, But would that have taken away... It might have, which is why it's probably good that it was an hour, right? It, it left me wanting more. Okay. Right. So it's it's again a a nod to how well the story was written and performed that it left me wanting more. It it really does bring back to my to my mind anyway that anything that's good always has an as an ending, right? You have the beginning, the middle and the end. And so what you're saying is this chapter of their lives is over because they've both passed on and now the San Junipero book two begins. Yes. And we're not going to know about that because I think I don't know that there would be a way to really do it justice. Gotcha. So in a way, it's not really bad that it is an hour because it was really, really good. Okay. Um, I really black mirror is a series that rarely ever has this like joyous happy ending wait a minute so you're telling me that you showed me the the best episode of the series yeah in in my opinion there are other there are other episodes that are really very very good but there there's a lot of like thought and emotion and there are some episodes where i just wanted to yell um, at my computer screen. But uh, the thing with me and Black Mirror is I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Okay. Um, my head, immediately when the credits were rolling and you're hearing Belinda Carlisle's uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth and you're seeing this, I'm like, okay, is that really Kelly or is that Yorkie's depiction of Kelly? But then I believe you found an article. Yeah, it is. It, it definitely is Kelly passing over and deciding to But the writer stipulated that. Yes, the writer stipulated that. So here's my head. Because, again, writer, dark stuff, 
forensic psych degree, all of those like where you do look at negatives of society and negatives of people. And then you try to see the good mm-hmm. that outweighs it. Mm-hmm. Right. My head immediately goes to, okay, what's going to happen if they lose power? Do they have generators? Hopefully they do. I what mean, happens this if there's the a massive hurricane? What happens if there's, what happens if all of these people are in this world and all of a sudden there's just like a massive asteroid that just hits the planet and they all just go. Well, then, you know, it's not any worse than people actually living. We're all going to be like, Bleep. But then it's also, what about all the people that are in the quagmire? Because the quagmire, they're all like, I think it's Kelly who says the the quagmire is where people go to just feel. But then Yorkie says, you don't have to stay here. You can get out. So all of these people are in the quagmire and they aren't feeling. They're just trying to do all this stuff just to feel anything because they don't feel anything. Well, they don't feel anything, but it's better than going into nothingness. I. But that's my point. It's like, for me... The bad was, this is a beautiful, loving romance, but the bad is also, this is just like the same you left. You know what Mm. I mean? Like you have the quagmire with the unfeeling. You've got the people in the clubs that are all happy-go-lucky, and you've got the people that float in between both. Well, that's why David's line that says, your your story has a different ending depending on whether it's a one-player or two-player. See, that's another thing, like one player, two player, but if you can create a player, it's a virtual world. That's why I'm saying it's like my head wouldn't stop. I don't think, you, I don't think you can create another player. <sighs> I think each one has to be an actual person who decides to. But what if a serial killer oh my goodness. goes into San Junipero because nobody ever knew they were a serial killer? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like my brain just went off the deep end uh, because yeah. it, it it was such a let me roll that back there are so many options and opportunities and since the world is depicted similar to a world of our own it makes me question do only good people go can only people that afford it go can only people that have good health care go how is it being paid for is the government subsidizing it are the, is this going to be starting to be used in a political environment where they're going to turn around and go no if we don't we need to tax you x number of dollars because we're keeping these hundred thousand some odd thousand people alive and if we don't charge you this amount we're going to shut them off is it privately funded if it's privately funded how are they getting do you see what you i'm saying what that was not ever mentioned in the film and i'm going to ignore all of that because i don't have an answer okay and I'd like to believe that they did live happily ever after because they found their heaven. My heaven Earth. is with you. Exactly. Okay. I'm just going to stop talking now. I think it's because I was reading my ex- I actually just bought a book, The Encyclopedia of Serial Killers. So maybe See, that was it. You and your macabre. You're I'm just sorry. Like, really? Can't, can't, can't they just be together and be happy? Yes, dear. Oh, the other bad thing here for me is that so Yorkie is a paraplegic yes quadriplegic quadriplegic I can't say it now quadriplegic quadriplegic and she ended that way because at 21 she came out to her parents Mm -hmm. as being gay and her parents rejected that she got in her car she got into an accident And for 40 odd some years, she's been in a hospital where machines are breathing for her. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's part of the reason why she had that visceral reaction to the video game, because it reminded her of a car crash. Yeah. And it, I realize now that that's part of the reason why she was not driving a vehicle. She was walking everywhere until the very end. Mm-hmm. She did not want to get into a car. Yep. Right? Um, and the scene in the hospital where Kelly actually says to Greg, can you upload us right now? Only for five minutes. Because here we find that... Greg is actually going to marry Yorkie so yes. that she can pass over to to San Junipero because her family refuses to sign the papers. To and they've even let her stopped go. coming to visit her. They stopped coming to visit her. And all because it was against their religion. And so to me, in, in this specific case, religion was a big, a, a bad because it prevented someone from. Yorkie specifically from living her life from being happy from being who she is yeah and I don't think that should be I don't think anybody should go through that no and now I'm going to get emotional because Kelly the reason why she wanted to have that five minutes was so that she could marry Yorkie yes and have her sign the papers to let her go and be happy because she wanted her to have one person who loved her. Yeah. You know, Take why, care why marry Greg? Marry someone who you've already had a connection with. Yeah. And they had a connection in San Junipero. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad thing for me that, that Kelly did that for Yorkie. But it did have a connection for me because if something ever happened to you and I have to let you go, it would hurt very badly. But I would do it. We have had those conversations, and they're not easy. No, they're not. But I know that I would do what is in your best interest, regardless of my religion or anything, or my, truthfully, my my personal selfishness of wanting you to stay here. If that meant flying to Switzerland, um... Or moving to a state that allows for us to take care of ourselves the way we want. Um, in terms of like terminal illness or something. Then yes. And I will smile. Or you would smile. And we will take care of each other. And whatever happens, happens. So yeah, that, that scene... Um, it angered me a lot, actually, to find out that her family did that. It angered yeah. me a lot. And it was, it, you know, family's supposed to love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Supposed to. But the fact that they're very religious and it went against their faith, really, there really should, it, it should not be. It shouldn't be. Just like in modern day society, religion should not be used against anyone you know, what you do right. in your own house is one thing, but when you walk outside the door, your religion should not allow you to knock another human being down. Correct. And unfortunately, you know, Black Mirror is spot on because it does. Yes. And so, again, that that's our opinion about Sniffles. that. So, uh, sorry that it got a little heavy there. All right. So, 
yeah, I'm trying to try not to sniffle and we're going to switch and try to go into something more lighthearted and go to the cute. The cute. Um, I have to go with, you said his name was David? David, yes. Yeah, the, the video game guy, always with his little straw and his like hanging yeah. around video games and, and he's just so adorable and I know he's probably there to be, I don't want to say filler, but like... um. What is it? Um, um, he's looking for a connection, right? Yeah, but he's the kind of best friend guy. He's If you're going back to the John Hughes films, he's the, the best friend. He's yes. the sidekick. Yeah. And that's what I felt they were going for. And it was a real nostalgic thing to see. I also felt bad for him because I was like, oh, man. I know. But somebody will love him. Yeah. I mean, and I guess that was the somewhat of a comic relief, right? Yeah. So... Although, let me tell you, him at Dance Dance Revolution has been better than I ever could play that game. <laughs> just pointing that out right now. Uh, see, you just need to try size a lot more and then you'll be fine. Okay, then you know what'll happen. I'll know those moves and then you'll throw something else at me from a Janet Jackson video and I'm going to trip over my own two feet and like throw myself somewhere by accident. It's all good. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, you know, speaking of guys, uh, I mentioned this uh, a little uh, a little earlier, Greg, the um, the nurse aide, I guess is yeah. what you call him. Um, he is just, he's very sweet. He was the one who basically told Kelly the backstory for Yorkie mm-hmm. and that he was willing to uh, marry her so that she could help her pass on. He's just, you know, he he's just a very sweet guy. And he even said, you know, he's never been married before, so why not, you know? Yep. It's just trying to do a good deed yeah. to help someone else out. I so thought I thought that, that was that was key. He was also just a really, like, like he would talk to her and say we spoke on the, the, the comms panel. Yeah. So he was really the only person that gave her, like, attention. Because yeah. let's be honest, if somebody's, and, and we do see this in hospitals, when someone is sitting in this position... People don't come and have conversations with them. Thankfully, technology in this case allows them to, but he still right. went out of his way to speak to her. And I was like, oh, right. that's just such an adorable and thoughtful and loving human being. Yeah, because she still she was, she was still had her faculties. She just couldn't move. She couldn't speak. She couldn't you know, do anything. Yeah. She, her mind was still active. Yeah. And so we all need you know, that human connection. So, um, yeah. So that that was cute. The other cute thing was the you know the 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 quiet conversations between Kelly and Yorkie. To me, just they touched my heart too, because it it just again this movie just reminded me of of us a lot. So I was thinking about all of the quiet conversations that we have when I'm talking in my sleep or when I'm actually awake. <laughs> Both. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just those those quiet moments. I thought that was cute. Any final thoughts? No, that was it. That was everything? For me. Do you have any cute? You never said anything about any cute. I said the video game dude was cute. Oh, okay. Fine. And I absolutely love that Yorkie just miraculously had all of those coins in her pocket. And I just wish I could like stick my hands in my pocket and have like dollar Money. bills or something just sitting there. Yes. No, make it hundred dollar bills. Just, sit <laughs> <laughs> just like magically go in there. Well, that's the power of the virtual world, right? Yeah, well, you can change your clothes with a blink of an eye. You can drive whatever you want. Like Kelly threw herself through a windshield to try to feel something and she still gets up. Yeah. 
God, the virtual world would be, I, you know, it would be fascinating and wonderful to visit, but I think I'd still want to come home. Yeah, I would too. As long as the home means with you. Yeah, but if you were in the virtual world, I mean, I would spend, I think what they say, five hours every week. Yeah. Yeah, so I would spend every hour of every week trying to find what year you were in. Oh, that's, you know, we would talk ahead of time and be like, all right, 1985, go. Oh, but I didn't like the music of 1985. There was no Debbie Gibson. At least start with 87. Really? 87 is fine. Oh, my goodness. There was Tiffany. Was Tiffany in 87 or 88? Maybe you should try 88. You know what? Madonna was there already, so it'll be fine. Yeah, but we need more than just Madonna. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. I'm sorry. When did, when, wait, wait. When did Like a Virgin come out? I think 86, I think. So we should go to 88. That way you have two years because her VMA episode and everything else. And that way you can sing and dance and do what you did on the Disney cruise where you were up there and playing, you know, doing karaoke and no, rolling on the stage. We're not doing that. And then we'd be fine. No. At least there'd be more music that I knew. <laughs> Remember, I was, I'm younger than you. <laughs> Throw really? me a Really? By a year and a half. By two years. Year and a half. Two years. Anyway. So... What do you guys think of Black Mirror San Junipero? Was there anything we missed? Drop us a line at Forever Fan Pod to continue the discussion there. So that is all we have for you during this episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and allowing us to take a small part of your day uh, away from you indirectly. Huh? What? Well, because they're listening to us. We're taking away a small part of the day and I appreciate it. Okay. Sheesh. If you haven't already, please hit that little subscribe button so you never miss whatever craziness we come up with talking back and forth. And I, I'll let you know if my eyes are blue or gray. I'll tell you whatever the doctor says. <laughs> In the meantime, if you could just rate or review the show on whatever you happen to listen to, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, heaven can be a place on earth. I found my little slice of heaven right here.